Welcome to the Radical Brilliance Podcast with Arjuna Arda and brilliant guests from around the world who are contributing to the evolution of humanity. Today's guest is Robbie Richman, who's going to talk to us about the X Pill. So here's your host, Arjuna Arda. Hey, yeah. What is it that most interferes with us being brilliant, you and me? I think by now we are all of us vividly aware that we've got the next few years are crucial. Environmentally, financially, in terms of conflict, armed conflict between people, the next few years are crucial. If we play our cards one way collectively, we're going to evolve to a completely new and more integrated state of humanity. If we continue to elect mentally unstable people in government and then follow their narcissistic tendencies, we are going to self-destruct. At least to most sane people, that's pretty clear. So we need to step up now, all of us. We've got to step up and play our best game. This is not a dress rehearsal. This is not a dress rehearsal. It's not time for self-development, except to the degree that it allows you every day to be the best version of yourself. So what is it that most interferes? You know, what is the, what is the most obvious thing during your day, like today? What is the thing that's most likely to get in the way? I would say that the answer to that question is erroneous beliefs. Of course, you need to be energized, you need to be calm, centered in yourself, but the thing that is most likely to cause you to say things and do things that are not evolutionary is holding on to false beliefs. There's not enough. Nobody likes me. I can't do it. No one will listen. These are all latent beliefs which hold us back from our true potential. There are lots of ways to deal with that. I personally developed a, a method called radical releasing, which you can find on our YouTube channel demonstrated that, that takes care of that. But sometimes all that's necessary to dissolve a belief is to see it as a belief and to simply intend to let go. And one of the most powerful examples of how well that can work is the X-Pill developed by my good friend, Robbie Richmond, one of my best friends, Robbie Richmond. Um, this interview you're going to witness now happened right here on the same sofa where I'm sitting just a few months ago when he was visiting. We had a totally great time. So the X-Pill will, will really educate you. It, it, it actually started at Burning Man. It will really educate all of us, remind all of us how easy it is to let go of beliefs. And in fact, I've offered myself up in this interview as a guinea pig to present a belief and let it go live in the interview. 
So please enjoy this conversation with my good buddy, Robbie Richman. Hey, Robbie. Hey, Arjuna. Hey. Thank you for being radically brilliant. Oh, thank you for the compliment. <laughs> so we're going to talk today a little bit about the X-Pill. Great. Which is a pretty amazing story that I already talked to you about for the book, Radical Brilliance, but now we're going to do it live and interactively. Sweet. So let's go back to the beginnings. How did all this start? Yeah, it started with an obsession with the movie The Matrix and okay. the red pill. And everybody yeah. talks about that red pill scene. And I was a film student in college. That's why I didn't know that about you. Yeah. Where, where did you do that? Northwestern University. Where's that? Chicago. Okay. Okay. Yeah, and I quickly realized it's a pain in the butt. So you mean to make you actually film. study filmmaking, like directing all that? Yeah, you did. Uh huh. Holy smoke! Okay. Yeah, I think there's a real connection between storytelling and transformation. You know, arc of characters. They're sure. related. All that kind of For stuff. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. So I was. Boy, that's another conversation we could have sometime. Like, because I actually feel the most powerful transformation material these days is not in self-help books; it's in movies. Mm. Yeah. But we'll come. We'll loop back to that another, okay. another time. But yeah. Yeah. Keep going. So. Um. So yeah, I was obsessed with the movie The Matrix, and I was really obsessed with making movies real. Like, I wanted my life to be a movie, yeah. so I thought, what if my life could be like The Matrix? And I got, uh, I couldn't find red pills, but I found red cinnamon Tic Tacs, and I put them in prescription pill bottles. Hang on a second, is the and, cat bothering uh, you? It's all good, it's all good. All right. Um, and I decided to take it to Burning Man, the yeah. land of make-believe, yeah. and I told people I have the red pill from The Matrix, do you want to take it? You said you went up to people you didn't know at Burning Man and said, I've got a red pill, would you like to take it? Yeah, exactly. And it started the most interesting conversations about what reality is and do they want to wake up to a new reality and, and some people would take it and have an interesting new experience or a new thought as a result of taking this Tic Tac. Right, right. And um, so that's how it started. And then I thought it was just kind of like a nice play toy and, you know, it's Burning Man. But then two weeks later... I got a call from a woman who said, do you have any more of those pills? I'm like, the, the Tic Tacs? Yeah. She was actually a, a psychologist, right? Yeah, yeah. a psychologist. Yeah. And she said, why? I said, she, she said, I'm a psychologist. I've been giving them to my patients, and they've been having breakthroughs that I haven't been able to get to them to otherwise. That's crazy. And that was with a, with a Tic Tac. A Tic Tac, <laughs> which you clearly know. There's no right. deception. There's yeah. no, like, this might be the, it's cinnamon on your lips. Right. So everybody knew. And that's when I realized, oh, we don't have to deceive people and say this is something that's not. Yeah. We could just actually tell them, look, there is nothing really active in this, but it's going to be symbolic. But you know what's so interesting about that? Because it's, it's, there's so much to unpack in that. Because that yeah. woman, that psychologist, rationally, she could have just gone to the store and bought Tic Tacs. She didn't really have to call you to ask <laughs> you if you could ship the Tic Tacs to her in the bottle. <laughs> right, you know? right. So what's that all about? You know, I mean, that's such a strange thing that, you know, I mean, yeah, I mean, logically, she must have known that. But nevertheless... A part of her belief that it had to come be shipped from you in order to work. Yeah, what I've realized with this, and it's true with the X pill too, is that when they have that, they get to be part of the story. Yeah. You know, and they get to say, oh, well, what happened was I had this experience of Burning Man, I called him up, I got more of them. Yeah. So then it becomes part of the lineage more of the of experience. More of his Tic Tacs. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> they were in the prescription pill bottles. Yeah. Yeah. So interesting. Because mm -hmm. there's so many other ways that's interesting in life, you know, that. I mean, you could also transfer that over to spiritual teachers, you know, that you, mm. you, you go somewhere, you wait in line a long time, 
you sit in a, you know, you sit cross-legged and finally some, somebody comes out in a white robe and you have this incredible experience. Yeah. Maybe you could have had that experience with your wife or your husband if you'd just been a little more open. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's yeah, like yeah, we yeah. do that all the time. We, 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 we compartmentalize, we silo certain experiences to certain triggers that are necessary, which may be actually completely random or made up. Right. But in this case, she believed that if Tic Tacs were shipped by you... <laughs> in a pill bottle they were different tic tacs than the ones you bought in the store yeah completely irrational but somehow it made sense right okay. exactly keep going so you sent her the tic tacs then what happened sent to that and and um then i thought okay there's something to this how do i take it to the next level and yeah. i found red vitamins okay and i put them in these glass bottles and then i put on facebook and said hey anybody want to take the red pill yeah and if you want to let me know and then i shipped out these boxes to a group of 30 and put them into a facebook group together so you got 30 people said i want to take the red pill yeah okay and, and that's all you said or did you give them anything i else? didn't give them any clues beyond that and wow. then i sent them these vitamins i said take this with the intention to know your reality but then the next step was i said when you know what you're clear about who you are what you want set an intention to them and take them every day for 30 days oh every day for th- 30 days. Yeah. Okay. And so one by one, they started to accomplish their goals and they would each say that it focused them in a way that they had never been focused before. And that's where it started to gain even more traction. And so after that, I thought, okay, rather than just shipping people a bunch of pills, what if I were to have one-on-one conversations? And that's when I decided to call up a supplement company and say, okay, how, how can I get pills that have nothing in them? And they said, like a filler? I said, yeah. I said, like brown rice powder we have. I said, great. And they said, but we can't do this because that's a placebo. And they said, placebos are illegal. Now, what, unpack that for a minute. What is the rationale whereby placebos are illegal? Because placebos, at least up until now, um, have been associated with deception. That you're going to use them to deceive somebody that it's something that it's not. Okay. And ethical placebos is only a very recent thing. Mm-hmm. And um, so they... So an ethical placebo would be where you're clear that it's got nothing in it. This is... This is simply a way for you to believe that you can have some results. Exactly, yeah. exactly. And Harvard University's Institute of Placebo Studies is studying this as an effect on uh, ethical placebos. So the supplement company said that it's legal to produce a placebo. And I said, but we're going to actually not make any claims and say this is 500 milligrams brown rice. We're not actually using it for some type of other intended purpose. And they said, we've never heard that before. Hmm. And they allowed me to do it. And so I printed up these, these capsules that have just brown rice powder and used them in individual sessions with people to help them understand and figure out what they want and use it as this threshold crossing kind of device mm. of commitment. It's interesting because, you know, help me unpack this a minute because actually people do set commitments yeah. and visualize and do creative visualization anyway without taking placebo pill yeah right and then people take pills that change their state yeah with it so you're you're actually so what is the difference what do you think the difference is that you take a pill with a visualization rather than just do the visualization right well it's it's literal you're literally putting your intention into your body yeah and what that means by this is that it's essentially an archetype an archetype being something that uh is a symbol that we both know, but we have different meanings for. So if you dream about a bear, and I dream about a bear, yours might be your father. Mm. Mine could mean uh, my aggression. 
mm-hmm. or something. Mm-hmm. But our unconscious mind speaks in that language. Mm-hmm. And so rather than programming it with words, we're taking a literal symbol and saying this symbol means I'm committed because once I swallow it, I'm on the ride. So it's a symbol of commitment back to the mm-hmm. unconscious mind, mm-hmm. literally putting it in your body. And what happens is people swallow it and they have all kinds of reactions. I've seen people shake, shiver, mm-hmm. sweat, be nervous, be excited, mm-hmm. feel like they're on ayahuasca, to mm-hmm. flip out, like mm-hmm. all kinds of things mm-hmm. because it's a physical process. Got it. So that's actually really interesting because it shows us something about, you know, I think who, I forget who it was. I think it was Nelson Mandela or somebody said, you know, the, the journey of a thousand miles begins with a commitment. I don't know who said that, but it's like commitment is everything. Yeah. You know, you, once you're committed, anything can happen. Right. So that's actually the, 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 the X pill is actually making that manifest and tangible. Yes. That without commitment, there's no journey. Exactly. Yeah. It's interesting. Okay. So they sent you back the, they sent you back the, the pills. Yeah, and, and then, then worked with individually with a lot of people to figure right. out how, what works, what doesn't. Wording, mm-hmm. um, people's body language, all types of things, and figuring it out with these one-on-one sessions I would do mm-hmm. until I got the patterns down to the point where I can now do it in about ten minutes. Uh huh. Uh huh. And you, do you still do this just one-on-one privately, or has it changed? It's changed in that um, uh, I learned a. Excuse me. Bless you. I learned a lot in the one-on-ones. Mm-hmm. And what I found, though, after a while, was once I got it down, um, I started to realize, for me personally with the one-on-ones, it would be draining. Mm-hmm. And that I found that if there's witnesses or something like a podcast, something where there's a larger context, it puts an interesting amount of pressure that mm-hmm. is actually really helpful. Uh-huh. One-on-one, people can kind of go on for a while. Right. But if there's witnessing, if there's people, if there's a group, if there's media to it, then there's all this energy. So now I don't do one-on-ones anymore, but I, I do it in some type of larger context like an experience or a podcast. Right. So what you're saying is that for me to have an experience of this, we should really do a podcast. Yes. But wait a minute. Aren't we doing a podcast? This is a podcast, right? Oh my God. Well, let's just do it now then. Okay. Great. Let's do it. Let's, should we do it? Yeah. I've got, I've got a great one. Yeah? Good. Awesome. If you're enjoying this podcast with Arjuna Arda and his radically brilliant guest, you might also enjoy our eight-week online group coaching program. It's an opportunity to go deep and get stable in practices that enhance your own brilliance. We only take 20 participants at a time, so in a small and intimate group, you can go through the whole radical brilliance cycle. You'll have an accountability partner and another brilliant aspirant from somewhere around the world. The eight-week coaching program involves eight one-hour webinars with Arjuna Arda and a group of other Radical Brilliance coaches. You'll also receive one 30-minute coaching session with your own personal coach every week and one 90-minute coaching session with Arjuna himself. It's the ideal opportunity to drop deep into yourself, into the source of your own creativity, and to get support for an entire eight weeks of mining your own radical brilliance and bringing it forth into a project or creation that can truly serve the future of humanity. Find out more at RadicalBrilliance.com and click on the Programs tab. 
Okay, great. So uh, let's get going. Okay, so here's how it works. Is it's going to be about 10 minutes. Yeah. And um, I'll guide you through it. Okay. The most important thing yeah. is to either keep eye contact. Right. Or if you need to feel and close your eyes, you can do that. I hope I don't cry on a live podcast. You might. Oh, gosh. Okay. British people have a hard time with that. Yeah, I've noticed. Yeah. Definitely noticed. Um, so, and what's really, really important... Have you really noticed you've been staying the weekend I haven't cried once with you? Yes, I've noticed. <laughs> um, what's really important is that you feel absolutely no pressure to take it. That means right now. That also means in 10 minutes. Okay. Is that it's completely your choice. And I'm you might going to swallow that pill right. when you're holding. Right. Okay. So the idea with this is that it's complete choice. You might be at a different place after 10 minutes. Okay. And then you're going to make that choice. Okay. Okay. So there's no pressure to. I'm ready. Got it. Um, and any questions? What kind of questions do people ask when they have questions? There usually aren't, but I'd just like to create as safe a space as possible. Oh, it's part of the ritual. comes up, yeah. Right. No, I don't, I don't have any questions. Okay. I'm ready. Okay. Great. So what are you feeling right in this moment? Uh, uh, uh. Oh, I have to keep eye contact. Or close your eyes, either okay. way. Okay, okay. I'm feeling a little, um, little jittery, because mm. uh, well, I'm having a thought that we haven't had food yet today. Yeah. Feeling a little jittery, otherwise good, here, present. Where do you feel that jitteriness in your body? I feel it down in the kind of right side of my abdomen, like around where I believe my, my gallbladder and liver lives. Got it. So can you just breathe into that for a moment and let yourself feel that? And just notice if it don't not forcing it to change. Does it stay that way? Does it shift? Does it get more intense, less intense? It's just sort of slightly it. expanding, like okay. as though it's been contained and mm -hmm. now it's just free to flow. Great. So breathe into that, that letting it flow. And is there any message that it has for you or is it just a feeling? Here, close your eyes. Mm -hmm. Is there any message it has for you, that feeling? No, I don't notice a message. Just, okay. um, it's just grateful to be allowed to flow more. Great, great. So what would you like to use this pill for? I've written this book, Radical Brilliance. Mm -hmm. And if truth be told, it would be great for this book to reach the best possible people for it to reach. So... I'm going to take the X bill for this book to get to Richard Branson hmm. and he's going to read the book and he's going to get in touch with me and tell me how hmm. mind blown he was by the book. Hmm. And why do you want this? Because I know what happens when the book reaches people who can make a difference hmm. and I want it to have its, I want it to be able to have its full destiny. Mm. It's like a child that I want the best for. So that sounds like an interesting, a very expansive vision. Okay. And, and Richard Branson is very pointed. Yeah. So, you know, you have choice, like I said. You can choose for it to get to the right 
influential person, mm. or you can choose Richard Branson. Well, the reason I chose Richard Branson is I feel it's already getting to the right influential people. Got it. But I thought Richard Branson would be measurable because either I get an email from Richard Branson or I don't. Mm. So then we kind of measure the effectiveness and then I could go back on a pod, later podcast and read his letter live on the podcast. Yeah. So see if you can load up in your mind this event happening. Okay. Okay. And tell me what you're feeling as you load this up in your mind. You mean as I'm experiencing yes. getting an email from Richard Branson? Mm -hmm. Either close your eyes or mm -hmm. keep eye contact. Uh, I'm feeling excited. So what do you think your resistance to this might be? Um, Let me ask you this. Where do you think you might be full of shit? Hmm? Where do you think you might be full of shit? Maybe that I can't personally hold the energy that's contained and described in the book if things get too big for me. Like mm. if, if the book gets too, or if Radical Brilliance gets too big, mm -hmm. maybe I can't personally embody that on a big enough scale. Great. You're doing fantastic. So what would it look like to personally embody it? what you're talking about in this book? Well, I, it would look like a life of even more practice, mm. which, is, which is really central for me. Yeah. And it would look like a life of no excuses and no compromise and no... Mm. Um, Fantastic. Mm. So what would be the movie scene that we would see? You take this, it's off to Richard Branson in one way or another, right? And you decide, oh wait, I gotta build my capacity to live this through whatever that is that you're mentioning. It might be more of a practice, more of a ritual, etc. What do we see in the movie that's happening? We see, that? we see a very kind of relaxed, disciplined Arjuna. That's not a movie scene. Okay. Right? Okay. So we see the alarm clock going off. Uh-huh. Great. It's four o'clock in the morning. Yes. Arjuna stretches, but it's right out of bed. Yes. He's making cucumber. Uh, no, he's making celery juice in the kitchen. Mm -hmm. He's going back downstairs and meditating. For an hour, he's um, the, the movie follows him into the living room where he does forty minutes of qigong. Mm -hmm. This is what I'm doing anyway, but this is just what's in the movie. Uh, okay, we, so what, what we want to see in the movie is what's different. Yes, what's different is that that we we go through the whole day and there are no there are no interruptions. There's no kind of casually looking at this or that. It's like everything is consciously chosen. Got it. But there are oftentimes interruptions in life, right? So when those interruptions, if something interrupts, like a timer, right? What's going to happen differently? We see in the movie, we see Arjuna dealing with those like an Aikido master. Like mm. just, just immediately attending to, returning to presence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And why hasn't Arjuna done that up until this point? Well, there's a little bit of the, the feeling of the, the bright, shiny object. Like mm. Arjuna gets fascinated by bright, shiny objects, like mm. amazing conversations with amazing people. Yeah. Yeah. So he sometimes doesn't stay on track with the things he planned to do. Right. Day. And there's no judgment in this process. Mm -hmm. There's obviously value to that. They're mm -hmm. fun. They're interesting. Mm -hmm. It's cool. Mm -hmm. So you can still keep that old life if you want. Okay. Here's another thing that came in that 
that this would also involve like a very finely tuned, well-coordinated team of people mm -hmm. who, can, who can handle practical logistics. Mm -hmm. Right. So we're going to bring this back to the movie, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Because the Richard Branson part is the result, but it's interesting because it brings up these further questions yeah. of you being in alignment with something like mm -hmm. this, right? Mm -hmm. So one of those things is that full-on Aikido master-like dedication, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Are you ready for that? Yeah, I think it's only a matter of turning the dial up on what's already there. It's all already kind of, I mean, most people see that's how I live, but I know that it could be even much more. Yeah, and the thing is, this is what, what I've heard talk about when people say in their living room, like, oh, I'm gonna run a marathon. We're talking about it in the comfort of this, mm -hmm. right? But in the heat of the moment, mm -hmm. that's gonna be the challenge, right? Yeah, you know what it really means? It means actually eliminating daydreaming. It means eliminating any, any just sort of thought just going where it wants. And actually, so every moment is deliberate. Every moment, there's deliberate attention where it's supposed to be. Are you sure you're ready for that? Yeah, I'm ready for that. Mm, that feels pretty big. Does that feel big to you? Yeah, that's, that's, I, I, I know what that's like and it's, it's all good. I know, I, don't, I know what that would be like. I have, I have experience of that. Right. What we're talking about this is how much of a commitment you're making this. Is this a total vector change for you in. to being in? It's all in. It's an all in. Yeah. Because to me, when that's real, mm -hmm. if you really get the power of that, there's a little fear in there. Because there is that temptation. No, the fear is, the fear is, the fear is not that piece. The fear is, the, the, the slight vibrating to it is stepping onto a bigger stage. Like needing to show up because mm -hmm. right now my life is quite mellow like yeah. I live in this house with right. family it's quite relaxed right most of my days are just you know so if I had to be traveling more speaking more kind of showing up to things yeah that would that feels a little uh, edgy right yeah but you say you're ready for this well I I, I, re I realize sitting here that I, I, I can still choose what I can still choose how things happen and how much, mm -hmm. how much things happen. Mm -hmm. As you're listening to this conversation with Arjuna Arda and his radically brilliant guest, you might feel inspired to go deeper into your own expression of radical brilliance. Come join us for a one-week Radical Brilliance Laboratory held in a beautiful rural location in the Sierra Nevada mountains of California. During the laboratory, you'll have an opportunity to dive deeply into all four quadrants of the Brilliance Cycle. This means you'll be able to explore experiences of consciousness without boundaries. And you'll be able to start accessing original impulses of creativity from within yourself that can become your unique contribution to the world. You can get in touch with your own learning and integrate mistakes that will allow you to mature and grow. You'll have the chance to deeply mine your own resources as well as connect 
with other brilliant people in a small, intimate context for a week. You can check out the Radical Brilliance Laboratories at RadicalBrilliance.com under the Events tab. So where's, where are you now with what you want to take this for? Because I hope I've conveyed to you that, that it's, it's beyond a simple, I want to win the lottery, I want Richard Branson to read my book kind of pill. Yes. Right? Yeah. There's way more power than that. Yes. I'm clear that I want my book to, read Richard, to, to reach Richard Branson. Yeah. I want Richard Branson to read it. Yeah. I want him to send me an email yeah. saying it's amazing. Yeah. I want him to tell other people about it. Right. And I am ready to step into whatever that requires of me in changing my life. And what does that require? We've just talked about all that. Okay. Yeah. So how would you succinctly say that? Because part of this process is that the truth is simple. Mm-hmm. And the more that's thrown onto it that I've seen with it, mm. we think of it as like defining the vision. Right. But it's oftentimes an emotion of, wait, if I don't, if I don't get it specifically exactly right, I'm scared that it's going to be the wrong thing. Right. No, but that's the, not the truth. That's no, the, the fear. Si- the simple thing is that what's required of me is to step up even more than I've stepped up already. Okay, great. Yeah. So put this into your hand. And what we're going to do now is we're going to practice mm-hmm. for you to feel it. Mm-hmm. Um, and you're going to say, by taking this X pill, I... By taking this X pill, I commit to opening all the channels for my book to reach Richard Branson, Richard Branson to read the book, and contact me saying how amazing it is. And by taking this pill, I commit to being absolutely ready for whatever changes in my life that might bring. Okay, I want you to challenge you to see if you can compress the Richard Branson thing because there's a lot of requirements in there, right? Because how much of this, it, it, it's a faith too. Okay. And yourself and the book. By and taking this pill, I'm ready for Richard Branson to read my book. And uh, are you, And what's the part where you're involved, what you're doing for yourself? And I'm ready to step up for whatever that may require of me. So it's one thing to be ready. It's another thing to actually step up. Because what I've found with this is if you say this for you're ready, it can show up all the ways that you're not ready. And that can be a lot to deal with from personal experience. It's your pill. You can take it for I'm ready. Or you can just do it. Okay. By taking this pill, Richard Branson's going to read my book. And I am stepping up right now to whatever that brings, whatever change that might bring in my life. Let's breathe in. Let yourself feel it. When you really feel it, it's going to be really simple and clear. You're not going to even worry about the language. It really rides on a feeling and commitment. So try it again. And just let yourself be and feel it. Know that you don't have to get it exactly right. You can even do it again. Okay. I'm going to say it differently then. Okay. In taking this pill, I am ready for radical brilliance to reach everybody it could possibly reach to open up the gifts it has to share including Richard Branson and I am I, I'm, I'm right here to meet that in its fullness and how does it feel to say that? good, I feel solid okay, so get, get your water or your coffee or whatever you're gonna, hold on, hold on, hold on put your coffee in one hand or whatever you're going to take it with and now we've reached what's called the threshold. My cat is ready to. Yes. This is you taking it. And what I'm going to do is let you take it. 
right? I've given you feedback, I've given you questions and reflections, now it's your pill. And dial in the feeling, and you're gonna say by taking this pill or this expo, whatever you want, and you're gonna say the phrase, and you're the one who decides if it's clear to you. I'm not even going to give you a thumbs up or anything, because now it's your pill. Okay. And so you can say it, if it feels good, go for it. If you wanna do it again, you can do it again. If you want me to step in, you can step in, but I turn it over to you now. All right, I'm taking this pill. I am ready for radical brilliance to reach anyone and everyone it could reach, to have the greatest impact, including Richard Branson. Okay, I'm gonna actually stop you because okay. that is my role with this. Okay, okay. so here's the thing I wanna challenge you to do, mm -hmm. is oftentimes the body mm -hmm. uh, is like poker, it's like tells, mm -hmm. right? So right now, as you're saying it, your, body, your, hand, your head is shaking left and right. Okay. Which okay. is like, a, nope, don't okay. agree with this, don't believe okay. this, okay. right? And the way that we address this mm -hmm. is if that brings something up for you, we can discuss that. Mm -hmm. Or if you are like, body get in line because we're doing this, Okay. then what you're gonna do mm -hmm is allow yourself to hold your head still mm -hmm. while you say all this so that you can feel it. Because what the body is doing by shaking is it's dissipating any energy that's not in congruence. Got it. Right, so by holding it and being motionless and still, okay. you're gonna actually feel whatever's really coming up. I'm ready. Okay. Robbie? Yes. In taking this pill, I'm ready for radical brilliance. You're shaking your head. I was? Yes. Which way? It was? Yes. Okay, we'll start again. See if you can just feel it. See if there's anything that, that's, that's resisting. Okay. Robbie? Okay, just breathe, just take a moment. Robbie, in taking this pill, I am ready for radical brilliance to reach anyone and everyone to have the greatest impact, including Richard Branson. And I am here, available for anything and everything that may require of me. It is done. Great, so now I want you to just let yourself feel it, let it integrate. feel good you did really well yeah awesome good awesome so now what's going to happen is uh, especially in 24 hours there can be things that happen um that's certainly a longer commitment you set with that um just notice if you feel any new thoughts any new feelings like you did that first time when a new thought and a new thing came to your awareness um i especially recommend if you feel tired to go with that and take a nap the unconscious mind is processing going to work and saying okay now that we're on board with that you took the pill um, I see great things coming about when people rest after it as well. Great. Awesome. And you keep this as a reminder? All right. Thank you. My pleasure. You did great. Thank you. Mm -hmm. So in the time we've got left, yes. thank you for that. My pleasure. And let's, uh, let's talk a little bit 
more about you know how people listening to this I yeah. mean how you know what, what how could people how could people replicate what we've experienced here today yeah it's a, a few things what I've learned after doing this hundreds of times is that it's really about witnessing not making anybody wrong but really sharing um, an experience together mm. where I'm curious I'm I'm asking questions I'm giving you full power I think a lot of times we try to have our own agenda our own worries um, and we don't get to really have somebody have their own moment that's kind of the basis of the activation um, and w what's really powerful is those I it used to take me an hour and a half until I did a session with Martin Root that was actually about getting his book done. Oh yeah, and he got his book done. He did. Yeah, he yeah, did. Yeah. And yeah. I noticed that when people are looking all around, what they're mm -hmm. doing is they're going into the past or the mm -hmm. or even the future. Sure, that's fantasies. NLP. Yeah, NLP discovered that. Yeah, and it's there's something to that expression. Look me in the eye and tell me that exactly because right? no, no, it's truth right, is in the right. simple moment there. So true, and it's man. very awkward so for true. people at first, yeah. and you are so tempted to look around, but it's yeah. reduced an hour and a half long process to. 10, 15 minutes. Did you know they they actually did a lot of like clinical research on that with the eye movements in back in the seventies? Yeah, 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 yeah. Fantastic. Okay. So once again, you know, if someone's listening to this as a podcast, they're going, "Whoa, I'd like to do this for," and they've got an outcome. Mm -hmm. What will be the next step? Can can they can they buy an X bill from you? It, we used to have it on on the website there, mm -hmm. um, and I What's realized xpill.com, xpill.com. Yeah, you've got xpill.com. No one had that. Yeah. Okay. Well, it's a. I mean, it's a crazy story, but I got it for twelve dollars. Oh really? Okay. And iPill was selling for fifty thousand. It's a crazy story how I got that. I mean, there's so much that's manifested through this huh. process. Um, but now uh, what I've been doing is I realized how much it's an experience. It's not a product. So when mm. people just buy it, it, it's, it hasn't had that same flavor of doing it with somebody in person. So mm. now I'm actually doing it at speeches at events and I'm going to be doing it, um, with my own types of events as well. Mm -hmm. So if people want to contact me on xpill.com or Robbie, R O B B E. So you have everybody in the audience with their own pill and exactly. you do it all together. Exactly. I see, I see. And we've done it with a thousand people before. All right. Where was um, that? Uh, with Coldwell Banker, oh, really? I've got the first big brand to actually do this, so I'm psyched about that, oh, getting the crazy. video back of that. Because uh -huh. that's where I want to mix it with my whole corporate background yeah. and, and, and merge those worlds. Yeah. And Jess, we're going to do another podcast later, but yeah. your corporate background actually was with, with Zappos, right? Yes. You were, you, you, you were responsible for that like Zappos, the famous Zappos culture. I wouldn't go that far. The myth has expanded to that. I've, that's what I've, I tell people. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> You know Zappos? This guy's the one. No. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I'm happy to go into all that and how that works and what I've learned about culture. But you, you, you were responsible for that thing called Zappos Insights, right? Yes. Yes, exactly. Yes. Yeah. That so was you, really taking the culture and scaling it and growing into the world. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's pretty amazing. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Thank you. Cool. Is there, any, and is there anything important that we haven't said today about the expo? Because this is a... I mean, this really... You know, I, I'm thinking... Um, because we've, we've got this product that we're releasing through the Radical Brilliance Project called yeah. Brilliant Honey, uh -huh. which is a four different nootropic blends. And, but we don't just ask people to like, oh, just take the supplement. No, mm -hmm. you, like, you, like you go in the kitchen, you know, pop a couple of pills and a glass of water. We ask people to do a five-minute ritual every mm. time they take it. So you close your eyes. And this might be about learning from a mistake. It might be about setting an intention. Yeah. It might be about... But then you take the supplement at a particular point in the process. Yeah. Right. So this is interesting. You know, it's, I, I mean, there are a lot of people who are experts in herbology or, you know, in 
plant medicines who emphasize how important the ritual, the ritualized aspect is. Yes. They, in fact, my friend Bharat Mitra, who um, developed Organic India, you know the company Organic yeah. India? Yeah. So he, he founded Organic India. And right at the beginning, we were living together in India, in Lucknow, with, with, with our teacher Punjaji. And um, Bharat Mitra discovered this incredible Ayurvedic doctor, like a, like a, a legend Ayurvedic doctor. So he went to him and the Ayurvedic doctor was making these formulas that he was just giving to his patients, you know, in little, little sort of folded up bits of newspaper. So Bharat Mitra said, you know, what is the formula that you're giving? And the doctor wouldn't say he didn't want it commercialized. And, but Bharat Mitra is this Israeli fireball. And so he said, he said, do you know what you're doing? If you don't give me the formulas, if you don't let me spread these formulas, you are killing people. You are murdering people because everybody who doesn't get your formula is going to die. So the doctor was going to, his Ayurvedic doctor was going to shake him and agreed to, that the formulas would, be, would become available. You know, uh, it's a funny story. Mm. But anyway, so then Bharat Mitra said, well, you know, so he got these formulas, you know, it was this much ashwagandha, this mm. much shitavari, this much trifala, whatever. And, or I don't know if that was it, but, you know, Tulsi or something. Yeah. And then Bharat Mitra said, well, how much do we give people? And the Ayurvedic doctor said, it doesn't matter. Mm. And Bharat Mitra said, well, what do you mean? I mean, is it two capsules or four capsules? It doesn't matter. You could take six. You could just hold the bottle. It makes no difference. Because what the doctor was saying is it's the vibration of the plant. It's, it's actually what you're saying. It's the ritual that does it, right? We focus a lot with supplements on the... I know you're allergic to cats, so let me bring it back over here. Um, we think of supplements as um, a, a, a kind of biochemical reaction in the mm -hmm. body. But the doctor's saying, no, it's the vibration of those plants coming into the vibration of your body that is what does it. The, the, the quantity doesn't matter so much. So that actually lends a lot of credence to what you're saying, that we're bringing about change through a ritualized change of vibration. Yeah, yeah. And it, it, it really begs the question of what the intention is, even yeah. for every supplement. I told somebody about the X pill, and he didn't take it, but he went to his prescription pill, and he just took one out and said, why? Why am I taking this? And tears started to fly out uh -huh. of his face. Because okay. it, it started to realize like what, what he was really afraid of and why he was taking it, and just getting highly intentional. Yeah. Um, I've reduced the amount of supplements I've had over, over this period. Yeah, you told um, me that. Yeah. yeah. I it, haven't. <laughs> <laughs> As you said, I can't, I can't claim to have reduced the amount of supplements because you've been in my kitchen. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Watch out with your feet. Near the oh, yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Cool, man. Well, this has been great. And I, I, so really, if people wanted to go into this, their best thing is to go on the XPIL website yeah. and look for when they can get together with you in person. Yeah. That's the most fun way to do yeah, it. Yeah, I should reach out on there or Robbie, R-O-B-B-E at XPIL.com. Right. And it would be, uh, have you thought about training people to do? What? That's what I want to do next. Yeah. I'm really, um, really interested in, in that because I've learned a lot of this yeah. process over the That'd years. Be interesting. I'd, yeah. I'd be up for that. Yeah. Mm. Great, That'd man. Great to have Thanks you there. Yeah. Thank you. Thanks for being on the, uh, the Artuna Arda show. <laughs> <laughs> we went to a restaurant. Uh, we went to a restaurant yesterday. This is just for our friends. And, and, and they wanted the name. And I said, Arjuna. And, and they said, oh, Artuna. And then Robbie promised from this moment on I would be known as Artuna. <laughs> I like it. Okay, see you later. Bye-bye.
All right. As you know, at the end of every interview, I like to ground what we've just heard into a practice, something we can do at home immediately today to make it real. And in this case, you don't need to guess very hard or be too imaginative to figure out what that's going to be. Best thing is, if you happen to have any Tic Tacs in the house, go get yourself a Tic Tac. If you don't have any Tic Tacs, you could use anything. Anything will act as uh, the X-Pill for you. Take your X-Pill, make a little ceremony out of it. Put the X-Pill, your X-Pill. You're, you're going to develop a clandestine lab at home where you're going to manufacture your own X-Pill. So you're going to take your Tic Tac or your other similar suitable pill, place it on a nice surface, and then carefully choose your intention. Best to do it with other people, a small group would be ideal, or just with a partner. Choose your intention, think of it carefully, imagine it coming to be. It's a good idea to eliminate secondary gain by thinking, if I had this come true, who would I be? What would I have to deal with? What would, how would my life be different if this came to be true? And when you feel totally locked in and in alignment with your purpose, then take the pill and as you take the pill, feel it as a holy sacrament and feel your intention coming to be real. Then don't think about it again for like a week or 10 days and then check in and see. Voila, X-Pill on demand. Costs you nothing and gives you everything. Looking forward to having you back again. Lindsay, who's our next guest? Ken Honda. Oh, Ken Honda, happy money. See you next time for Happy Money with Ken Honda.